Welcome to the Sacred Roots Podcast. I am your host, Elie de Bosson. I'm the founder of the Sacred Roots Modern Mystery School, energy healer, international author, and speaker. It is my passion to bring to you ancient and modern wisdom to help you live a soul-led life in alignment with who you came here to be and lead an abundant business, but the feminine way, with flow, ease, and intuition. This podcast is a sacred space where we are going to connect over solo episodes and with powerful guests that will empower and enlighten you on your spiritual path. Thank you so much for having me in your private space. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the teachings and integration practices that are coming your way now. So today I want to talk about a topic that is quite deep, probably uncomfortable, but the wisdom that I'm going to share with you, the teachings that are in this episode are very important for you to embrace because they are going to make your life so much easier. They are going to bring harmony, clarity, and direction in your life. And who doesn't need this right now, right? So this podcast is all about chaos, what chaos really is, when and why it happens in our lives, and how we can move past it. And I believe it's really important to talk about this right now because there's a really big energy of chaos on the planet right now. We are seeing it on a collective level. There's many crises, many institutions and structures that are collapsing, and that creates chaos at a collective level. But we are, of course, also experiencing that on an individual level. And you could say, well, it's the planets that are influencing us. It's the fact that we just had two years of lockdowns and stress, and it's the energy of the earth. All these things are true. All these things are activating chaos in your life, but some of you are experiencing it and some not really. For some of you right now, it's all bees and butterflies. You're getting all the fruits of your labor and everything's amazing. And if you're there, amazing. I am so glad for you. It means you've done some of the work, but it doesn't mean that chaos is never going to come back in your life. And chaos is simply part of life. And as humans, we try to avoid human suffering. We try to run away from pain. We try to run away from our emotions. We don't want to feel our emotions. We numb ourselves. And the more we run away from chaos, the more we're creating chaos in our lives. So I'm doing this episode because I really want you to understand that chaos is normal. Now, it doesn't have to be a huge chaos where your whole life is collapsing, like I had at some point in my life, divorcing, moving country, selling my house, you know, everything was collapsing. It doesn't have to be such a big collapse every single time. It can be smaller obstacles, smaller changes. And the faster you embrace the chaos, the faster you see it coming, the faster you can dance with it and receive the gift that is coming with it. Because chaos is there to teach you something. Chaos has a gift. Chaos doesn't just happen because you've been a bad girl. 
it's there to help you. And so that's why I really want to share this wisdom with you so that you can understand that chaos is there for you, not against you. So why are you experiencing chaos in your life right now? Why is it hard? Why do you feel like you're not having clarity on your direction? Why do you feel that things are collapsing? Well, it's actually happening because there is a part of you that said no to something. You said, I don't want this anymore. I want something else. I am calling in something else. And maybe that part of you is unconscious. Maybe it's your soul. Maybe it's a silent request that you made to yourself or a promise, a radical act of self-love that you made to yourself of, this is who I want to be. This is who I'm stepping into. This is what I'm calling in in my life. And in order to get there, life is putting experiences on your path, opportunities on your path so that you can step into that new version that you're calling in, into alignment, into healing certain things. But these opportunities and experiences from your human mind, from your ego, it's going to feel like chaos. They're going to feel like obstacles. They're going to feel like challenges. But they are actually invitations and opportunities to step into a new identity, to unlock your highest potential, to heal what is ready to be healed. And to have more alignment with your essence, with your soul, so that you can fully come in your body, in your life, and lead your life. So chaos is a normal step of the transformation process. The transformation process has six phases, six steps. The first is the pre-awareness. So it's that moment where there are a few things happening in your life and you're not really happening. You're not really happy to them. It's like small whispers. Maybe I could change this. Maybe I could change that. But you're not really doing anything because they're just tiny little nudges or tiny little signs and you're comfortable in your life at this point. So you're not making the changes to actually avoid chaos. <laughs> so that is that pre-awareness phase. And we're human. That's really how we function. Don't blame yourself. We usually make changes when we are in discomfort. When everything's fine, why would we change something? So we usually don't respond to those little nudges and these little signs. And then that little thing that is bothering you is getting bigger. So it might be a finance problem, money issues, a relationship issues, something in your business, uh, an offer that's not aligned, or you need to change your positioning or your messaging, something that is just not working anymore for you because your soul knows there's something better that is meant for you. And so that little sign, that little nudge, that little discomfort is becoming bigger, but you're still not making the change because it's not big enough. Unless you become really aware and you can really learn to dance with everything that life is putting on your path. So that second step, I call it the resistance because you're still resisting change. And then there's a moment where it's just becoming too much and you say no more. I'm changing this. And that's the confrontation. So it can be a confrontation with yourself or with a person that you're in a relationship with. And after that confrontation, happens chaos. Because chaos is a creative aspect of change. 
It's where you bring the new in. It's where you experiment. It's where you try. And so you don't always have clarity when you're in the chaos because you don't know yet what's best for you. You're figuring things out. And that feels chaotic to the, to the ego and the human mind. But it's actually a rebirthing process. It's a birthing chamber where you connect with deeper parts of yourself, where you look within to really ask yourself, what do I really want? What do I really crave? What part of me is now ready to come through, to be birthed, to be born and to be in service? Because that's what we're here for. We're all here to serve each other and to serve the goddess and let her work through us. And so if you can change your judgment around chaos and see it as the creative aspect of change, you can then learn to play and dance with that. See it as an experiment. Yes, things are not straight. There might not be a routine. Things are not clear. You might have uncertainty, which comes with fear, worry, and stress, and all of that. But it's actually a very important part because that is where you come back to your truth, to your essence, and to asking you that very deep question of, what is it that I actually really, really want, really, really need, really, really desire? And we don't always ask ourselves these questions. So chaos is a gift in that sense. Unfortunately, you can stay stuck in the chaos for several reasons that I'm going to take you through so that you can get out of the chaos. Because the chaos doesn't need to be a long phase. It can be a few days, a few weeks. But if you're not aware that you're in the chaos and that this is an opportunity to burn the highest version of you, you can stay stuck in it. So you can stay stuck in it, well, for the first reason is that you don't know that it's a normal phase of the transformation process. But now that you're listening to this episode, you know, so you're going to embrace it and you're going to play with chaos much more. The second reason why you can stay stuck in chaos is that you resist what is you're holding on. So chaos is there to initiate change a new way of being, a new way of doing something, a new identity. And so if you're holding on to maybe that thing that you said, I don't want it anymore, but it still feels safe because I'm used to it. If you're holding on to what was and not stepping into what is or the change that you're invited into, it's going to be really hard because what you resist persists. And because it persists, it's going to be very uncomfortable because you're going to be in an inner conflict because there is a part of you that doesn't want to be that way, that doesn't want to do things that way. You said no more. So now you have to lean towards the unknown. And often the unknown or the future of what we really want, we think that it has to happen a certain way. We are actually creating limitations for ourselves. And with those limitations, we are preventing ourselves from moving forward. We are preventing ourselves from seeing the opportunities, receiving the signs. And so the more you can have an honest look at what is, what is in your life right now? How are things going? What is the state of things? 
your finances, your health, your relationship, your business, your offers, really have an honest, honest look at how things are going. Don't lie to yourself because chaos is really here to bring you into more alignment and into healing. So be really honest with yourself so that you can accept what is. And if you need some time to accept what is, that's okay. That's fine. Take the time you need, but don't resist it because you're just creating more suffering for yourself. Another reason why you might stay stuck in chaos and why that chaos might last longer is that you are struggling to regulate emotionally. You might not have learned how to regulate, how to bring yourself back to your center. And so as a result of that, you're very ungrounded. Our emotions sometimes can completely take over. And when we are emotional, our brain is built in a way that it disconnects us from our prefrontal cortex. You cannot think when you're emotional. The decisions you take when you're in fear are not in your highest interest. The decisions you take when you're in stress, worry, panic, discomfort, despair are really not the decisions that are in your highest interest and definitely not the decisions that your higher self is calling you to take. So it's very important to welcome and honor your emotions. It's human to have emotions. It's part of why we're here. There's a lot of wisdom through our emotions. Why are you feeling that way? What part of you needs to be healed? What belief do you need to let go of to not feel like that again? There's really a lot of gifts in our emotions. Like I said in my first book, The Self-Healing Spiral, our emotions are messengers. What is the message that these emotions are bringing you? So welcome and honor your emotions. If you don't know how to do that, read my first book, The Self-Healing Spiral. I share I don't know, five, six, seven exercises on how to welcome and honor your emotions. Because once you've done that, once the emotion has moved through your body, you're freed from it. It's gone. Because that's just what the emotions want to do. They want to be felt. And after that, they're gone. They have delivered their message. They don't need to come back. So then you can have clarity. Then you can start thinking. And I actually don't really want you to think too much when you're in chaos. I want you to feel. First, feel your emotions so that you can come back to your whole body and ground yourself back into yourself. But I want you to feel the nudges from your soul. Soften. Open yourself to receiving guidance. Open your mind to things being a little bit different because you are guided in this process. You've been guided into chaos to start with, so you're also guided to get out of it. But you need to be in a quiet space, connected to your body, in a grounded space to be able to receive the guidance that is coming your way. And if you're not receiving any, ask for guidance. Go to sleep and ask your guides to give you some messages in your dreams. Do a meditation and ask questions. If you don't have an answer in the meditation, uh, journal about it or ask for signs in your day. You might have a friend that tells you about something. You might have a song that pops up on your Spotify randomly. There's a billboard in the street that might speak to you. A movie that you're watching with a sentence that that's like hitting your heart. Signs are always shown to you every single day. 
But in order to be able to receive them, you need to be regulated emotionally. Your nervous system, of course, also needs to be regulated. You need to be a para- in a parasympathetic state. And when you're emotional, you're in a sympathetic state. So regulate yourself, bring yourself back to your center. You know what works for you. And if you don't know, try things out. Maybe it's dancing, maybe it's crying, maybe it's singing, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's all these things together in a different order. Know yourself, know what works for you and do whatever you can to bring yourself back to your center so that you can receive the guidance that is coming your way. The other reason why you might stay stuck in chaos longer than needed is that you're struggling to surrender. You're struggling to surrender to change, to this new pair of shoes that you're wearing. And a new pair of high heels is always uncomfortable when you wear it at first. A new amazing dress that you've been dreaming to wear, the first time you wear it, you're going to be like, "Mm, do I really deserve to wear this dress? Is it okay if I look that beautiful? Is it okay if I am that sexy? It's a bit uncomfortable at first, even if you've dreamt of wearing this dress. So breathe, surrender. It's going to get more and more comfortable. Again, you are guided in this process. And then, you know, another reason that I've already mentioned in all of this and that is underlying all the previous reasons why you might stay stuck in chaos longer than needed is that you're trying to figure things out with your mind, which only creates more limitations. Because like um, one of my spiritual teachers always says, Makosi, um, she always says, who you came here to be has never been before. Who you came here to be has never been before. You're paving a new way, a new way of doing, a new way of innovating, a new way of being. And your mind, your beautiful, amazing, powerful brain is only going to create the future and that person that you came here to be based on the past or what you've already seen around you. Basically, it's going to give you guidance. Your mind is going to tell you to do things in a way that is not in alignment with who you came here to be. Because who you came here to be has never been before. It's new. And your mind can actually not create new things. True inspiration and creativity doesn't come from the mind. Inspiration. Spirit. It's breathing in spirit. It's letting spirit move you. It's your soul guiding you. So it's really important to regulate emotionally and then to disconnect from your mind so that you can step with ease and grace in the direction that your soul is guiding you. So... Maybe you've already done everything that I just shared. You're bringing yourself back to your center. You're surrendering. You've accepted what is. You know that chaos is part of change. You're welcoming it fully. You're dancing with it. You might be wondering, when do I know that chaos is over, really? Well, the phase after chaos is the reorganization. It's when you're finding a new balance. You've tried, you've experimented in the chaos phase, and there are a few things that felt good to you. 
And so you've integrated them into your life. New ways of being, new pairs of shoes, new dresses, a new messaging in your business, a new offer, um, maybe a new relationship status, maybe having a new child. It can be, you know, for every area of your life, really. You've taken a the decision that a few things were working for you, a few new things were working for you, and you're now grounding them into your reality. You're reorganizing your life around that. You're finding a new balance. And when that balance is coming, you know that you're close to the last step, with the, which is the integration. Now, what felt new is actually becoming your new normal. It's who you are now. It's who you're being. It's what you're doing. It's how you're expressing yourself. It's the kind of choices you're making. It's your new you. It's the alignment that you are actually seeking in the first place. And you're becoming completely used to it and comfortable. Until the cycle starts again. Until there's something else that needs change. And you go through the phases of pre-awareness, resistance, confrontation, chaos, reorganization, and integration again. And that is just the cycle of life. When you look at nature, for example, nature goes in cycles. Look at the seasons. I always talk about the seasons because the witch, the wise woman, the priestess is connected to nature, connected to the moon, connected to the seasons because there's so much wisdom in there. And we see that cycle in the seasons as well. We lose the leaves. We go into the darkness. Everything begins with the darkness. Everything begins with the feminine. And all the seeds that have been planted in the winter Uh, in the fall or before, in the winter, you're not going to see them. It takes time for the flower to then come out of the ground. But that winter, that darkness, that chaos is super important for the spring to happen, for you to bloom, for the new normal to be birthed. We move in cycles. It's very important to remember that and to embrace that and to not just want to stay in summer the whole time. That wouldn't work. Look at the ocean. High tides, low tides. The waves come in and out constantly. We live in a world of polarity because polarity allows for manifestation. Polarity is the creator. So the more you can embrace that, the more you can dance with chaos and recognize it as a rebirthing process. That is just an invitation for more alignment, more healing. It's a software update. <laughs> so um, I want to end this episode with just a few steps that you can keep in mind of really how to move through chaos. You might be in the midst of it and be like, all right, Ailey, this is really interesting, but now what do I do with my life? Because it's very uncomfortable. I know, I see you, I feel you, but I am grateful for you that you're in the chaos because there's a new identity, a new version of you that's being birthed right now. And it's beautiful. So how to move past it? Well, first, come back to your body. Release your emotions honor everything that you're feeling. And if that means you need to cry for five days, cry for five days. Please do. Please, please do. It's so powerful 
to just cry and release all our emotions. They're going to roll down your cheeks through the tears. And releasing your emotions, coming back to your body is going to help you come back to your center. And then the next step, of course, is to create space to receive the guidance that your soul has for you. If you're not seeing it, ask for guidance. Ask for help to your spirit guides, your spirit squad, your highest self, your inner wisdom. And if you're not receiving it in a meditation or while you sing or while you dance or while you're creative, um, ask that it shows up in your environment, through people, situations. The more you can also bring your brain into theta brainwaves and delta brainwaves, the more you can receive guidance. So maybe you want to do a theta meditation. There are amazing apps now online with brainwaves and like beats that put your brain directly in theta brainwaves and you can meditate in that state. And that's where you're the most creative and the most open to receive guidance from your soul. The third step is to really have an honest look at your life right now. What's working? What's not working? What are you resisting? What do you really desire? What do you really, really, really desire? What are you really calling in? Accept what's not working. Release it. Create space for the new to come into your life. Because if you're holding on to everything, there is no space for the new to come. You know, like Einstein said, nothing dies, everything transforms. So you need to release what's not aligned, what doesn't feel good, so that you can create space for the new to come in. The new that you actually called in in the first place, which is why you're in chaos. So my darling, I just want to say for now, take it one step at a time. Take care of yourself. Sleep, eat, welcome your emotions, rest, accept what is, ask for guidance, relax, and then take the next step when it feels aligned and it feels good and follow your joy. Joy is always guiding you in those moments. And if you want more help, if you feel too stuck, if you don't know how to move through all of that and you really want spiritual mentoring, I have two spots open right now for my one-on-one mentoring, Soulful Rebirth. I am going to put the application in the link of the show notes. You can apply. Uh, There are more details as well in that link. If you have questions, reach out, book a clarity call with me. I would love to support you into that so that you can really unlock your highest potential, step into more alignment and heal whatever needs to heal in your life so that your full, beautiful and amazing essence can come through and impact the world. I love you. Take very good care of yourself and I'll see you in the next episode.